0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of our take on General Hospital. My name is Jonathan, and I will be your host today. And as always, I am joined by Tina, Tonian, and Lauren. Hey, guys.
1: Hello. Hey, guys.
0: Uh, it's going to be another exciting week where I'm sure we've got a lot of interesting thoughts to share and probably a few debates to be had. But before we get into our all of the fun story discussion of the week, there's some news that kind of came out this week. So let's just get into that real quick. First off, Nancy Lee Gron is working on her tell-all memoir. Uh, Tina, I know you are a fan of her for most of her career, right?
2: Yes. Yes, I loved her on Santa Barbara.
0: That's what I was thinking. So are you anticipating or looking forward to reading this book?
2: Well, I'm hoping it's like a real real tell all tell all I mean she made a post on uh, on her social media that was you know that she was telling everything that was true but sometimes that some things would be kind of in a blind item type of fashion to you know keep her from being sued so um hopefully we can figure out her her thought process and so we know everything she's talking about
0: I'm excited I've always liked what i've seen of nancy lee Gron and i'm really looking forward to reading it because like you said it she's got a lot of stories that she could tell and it'll be fun to see i'm assuming that the book's gonna come out next year um so we'll just have to stay tuned and see see where that goes so Constance Tower sat down with classic TV and film and discussed the possibility of a return. What do you guys think at this point as far as the canvas goes? Do you think uh, Constance Tower's Helena would fit in with the way that GH is set up today?
2: General Hospital needs a baddie, like a really good one. I mean, if if, if Valentin Valentin gets, you know, Nina turns on him and goes dark, he can do it. Peter might be able to pull it off. But we need that big evil presence. Does that make sense?
3: Makes
1: total sense, and I completely agree.
3: Is it wrong that I'm still dreaming of a world in which uh, Ted King returns as Alcazar?
2: No, no, uh, definitely not. Because Al was a great baddie. Um, he just kind of, as usual, fell on the whole Sunny sword and became a, oops, became in, a in
1: sacrifice,
2: a, a footnote in the history of Sunny. So.
0: I, I... I agree. I, I think that GH does need a big bad, and I think that's the problem. Is right now it's kind of got like some people that it wants to be big bads, but aren't quite resonating. I think in the role that Helena um, can, um, so it'd be it'd be interesting to see her return to the canvas and shake things up. But I don't I don't know if we're gonna get that anytime soon. But fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I always uh-huh. thought
3: Alcazar made a lot of sense to be behind a lot of some of this, you know, a lot of the stuff with Jason, and and there were certain parts of the plot that back in the day I thought, oh, this this screams something he would do. Mm-hmm. And if that mm-hmm. if that gave them any excuse to bring back Sky Quartermain, <laughs> that would even better be even better for me.
0: We'll just have to see see what happens. But Gh's canvas is already pretty large right now. I don't need even more characters for them not to use just floating yeah. around town. I
3: could get I could give up Nina in exchange for Sky.
0: Oh well, I can give I can give you a list of people that I could give up and not need in exchange for a Sky or or okay. uh, an Alcazar. <laughs> like there's plenty of people that just need to go, but. That that's not gonna happen right now. So to somebody that hopefully is gonna be too busy to come back to General Hospital is Jessica Tuck. She's joining the Amazon Prime series. Uploaded. Congratulations to Jessica. Good luck. Stay May she have space. all the
1: success
2: in the world just, and stay the hell out of poor Charles. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> well, there's still keep stu- keep there's the- stuff
2: that's already been filmed that hasn't aired yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she's part part of the the prison group. No. Uh, Who you asked know, for this? I want names. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, you know, it's like Sam's in prison. I, I, I want to see her interact with all the other inmates, not talk about. Uh, all right, I'm not getting into the showy just yet, but
0: yes, it's just, I'm annoyed.
2: I want to see her uh, and, and the inmates.
0: <laughs> well, we'll get there in a second. All right, Matt Cohen got himself a full time job over at Entertainment Tonight. Anybody watch Entertainment Tonight or?
1: I don't watch, but I'm happy for him.
0: Me too. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't good watch job. either. I'll watch clips on the internet when he covers a story that I actually care about. But I'm I'm good. But happy. You know what? Congratulations for him.
3: I th- I think that's great. I'm just I just can't believe the there was no juicy role waiting for him because I've really enjoyed him in the few things I've seen him in.
0: I mean, this could be the role that he was wanting though, like. I, some of these actors do want to be, you know, these personalities. So now he gets to join the likes of all um, Saved by the Bell guy. Uh,
3: John Paul
1: Garcia. and Mar- Mario Lopez. Oh, Mario, Mario Lopez. Lopez. Is the one I was thinking of.
0: Yep. yep, I, I just like blanked him. on his name. So there you go. Um, so, Tina, do you watch Magnum PI? I do. Are you excited that Anthony Montgomery is going to be guest starring? Of course. Eh. Magnum PI is one of the shows I haven't gotten around to checking out. It was one that was on my list, and then I just never, never quite got there. But you know what? I, well, I really as, enjoyed- as
2: as you are aware, um, most at this point, most of my um, TV. Uh, that is not gh um, tends to center on what my husband affectionately calls paranoia tv (laughs) or procedural hell whatever whichever one works Um, so it has just joined a long list of procedurals on cbs that i watch
0: i have nothing against procedurals they're they're really entertaining i just never end up getting around to them cuz they just fall down and down on my list and I just never never quite catch up but I do love Anthony Montgomery I really enjoyed his time on General Hospital and I'm excited that he's getting work and again hopefully he'll stay far away from GH cuz I don't need that story brought up ever again <laughs> But isn't he ever. back
1: on GH? I mean not full time obviously but we have seen him
2: well, I don't think we've seen the last of him because I mean Let's be honest, with this whole court case and everything, I have a feeling that a procedure is going to happen sooner or later, so mm. he's the one who's going to execute it. And, you know. Just yay.
0: That's, yeah. That's
2: that's <laughs> Again, I'm trying, not, I'm trying not to get into the in-depth <laughs> of the show.
0: Well, we'll get – we're almost there. Almost there. Two more. All right. So I'm super excited. Chloe Lanier dropped the trailer for her movie debut that her and her better half wrote and directed. It looks super cute. I'm excited to see what she provides. There's a lot of soap stars past and present on it, and I'm just really excited to see the big reveal – when the reveal makes its way to cinema and on-demand streaming services. So, did anybody watch the trailer?
2: I did. Um, I, I know she she did a Kickstarter thing at one mm-hmm. point. Um, I'm I'm very happy for her. Me too.
0: It it just looks like a fun little movie. So we'll we'll see what happens when it comes out. Uh, Kevin Swickard is in it. Uh, just a you mean that Swickard? Josh Wickard. Sorry. I was looking at just all these names and they just all ran together. Um, there we go. So uh, let's see. Uh, Brad Mall as Tina and Tony and Buzz let me know, He EW uh, did a little preview of his ghostly return as Tony Jones, as yes. Tina, I think, predicted um, as he's visiting Lucas. What Were you excited to see this ghostly return previewed.
1: Yes, but I have a question on something they put in the article.
0: What's the is question?
1: Julian actually blackmailing Brad is that a lie that Lucas is told, or is that something that EW
2: just got wrong? Um, I think it's gonna be something that is coming, kind of, sort of develops. I mean. Julian I think is hitting the point of no return um you know it his life with Kim fell apart his grandson is not only not his grandson it's Sonny's grandson we all know that yeah you know, when that hits the fan it's not gonna be pretty um. A- and I think that Brad is going to come to Julian and he's going to say he's going to out himself. And I think Julian's going to lose it.
3: Mm. If, if that means he takes all the blame, good. For all the things that he's gotten away with, I'm, go- I'm okay with that. Has he really gotten away
1: with much, though? He's been punished more than any other character on the show that I can remember.
2: I mean, he has a horrible relationship with his kids. His daughter's in prison. He doesn't really have much of a clue. Um, he actually went to prison for his crimes, unlike some people. Correct. Uh, he's but basically he, had to well, start he was in
3: prison his with Sonny.
2: Yeah. Wow. They they both cut off. But at the end of the day, I mean, and now of course he has to deal with his crazy sister because you know even the mayor has him on speed dial to take care of her. So. Right.
0: <laughs> Literally every week it's like hey come come deal with her, your sister needs you. Go on. Yeah. Well, let's let's go ahead and dive into the story cuz I know that's what we've been excited to deal with. So, let's start with Finn meeting Violet. Huh. <sighs> so, what I, I I don't even know where to start. Um, what did you guys think of the reveal? Kay. Like was The reveal sucked? Why yep. was
2: it in the middle of the hospital? Um, the reveal sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, the middle of the hospital, I guess, is where all the important things happen. You know, it's where they confirm that Shiloh died. It's where they confirm he has a daughter. I don't know. Um, can, can I just say something to the GH casting department, who usually does a phenomenal job of casting people?
1: This child was miscast.
2: Um, she's supposed to be two. Okay. I understand that little toddlers are very difficult to have on set, and they don't do a lot of conversation, and they maybe wanted someone that could converse. So I could see casting a child, uh, maybe that's like a precocious four-year-old. Um, I understand the actress is six, what? Uh, and, I, and she's a beautiful girl but she looks like she's in like second grade. When yeah, I first, that's like, a really she's like control. 7. When I first saw the picture before I saw who she was playing, I thought they were recasting Charlotte. Yeah. So it, to me, she is just so out in left field and it's even more awkward when you think about the fact that Liz's kids for all that they have been recast they Never. have not been sore assed, <laughs> okay? Not to this extent. Or, or am I losing my mind?
1: No, no, I you're not. They sh- Liz's kids should have been a lot sooner, but this is—I the- didn't even realize the age thing. My thing with her was that she doesn't look like either one of her parents.
2: Yeah, the, the, that—that goes into step two. Um. Her, her name, Violet. Really, I, uh, <laughs> Violet Finn. Come on, <laughs> Violet Barnes. That's no
0: better. <laughs> I, I, I I just I, I don't understand. I don't I don't understand it, a lot. It felt, so
3: it felt, it felt a little to me like she was saying. I know I stole your kid for two years and made you grieve a, a, a baby that wasn't dead. But here you go. I named her after your favorite flower. I was forgiven, right? I can't take you shutting me
2: out. You oh, I did you this, this for flower. you. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: You didn't come get me in Rome. It's yeah. your fault. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Are you kidding me? The yeah, thing, that was like, pretty awful. This
1: should have been a giant, re- like, this should have been treated like a giant reveal, and it was just treated so ho-hum like any other Tuesday that I kind of found myself not caring.
0: I didn't care a bit. I mean, I,
3: poor I, Epiphany. Yeah? Yeah, she had I, no idea what was going on. I cared, I cared that he was getting the shaft. That it's making it seem like he's the bad guy. You know, like like he did something wrong by not coming for her. Oh, And hooking oh. up with Anna. And it's like, oh,
2: oh, really? You're They definitely warmed up the sympathy for, si- for, for Finn. I almost called him Silas. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely warmed up the sympathy. Um, definitely made... You know, Hayden, the worst mom ever, like, like literally just put her into the into the basement with most of the other moms on the show. I mean, and I also feel like she's about to ding dong
1: ditch her kid. Yes. Yes. OK, so you got that feeling, too. Yes.
2: Yes. Yep, it, it, it. I really. It's like I already see like the orchestration of her exit. She's gonna exit and leave the kid. Yep. And Anna's gonna come home to Insta family. hmm This is what happens when you go out on a mission, Anna. You come home and I and have. And <laughs>
0: stay there forever. <laughs> like with they... a kid
2: that still doesn't look like its parents.
0: Not at all. It just. Everything just about this story just has me shaking my head as, like, why? Like, I was okay with them having a daughter. And then I, of course, knew that there was going to be some medical crazy thing that caused the reveal. But I thought it was going to be something that was dragged out a little bit more. And, you know, would have her, like, sneaking the kid in the hospital and trying to keep him away. But no, she's just like, yeah, I need your help. Just save my daughter, a.k.a. your daughter. It could be,
1: like, a random fever and not some... Literally, weird
0: well disease or I, a, it's just well of, it, it, they could
2: just be. be dipping their toe in just because the fever is responding exactly to some meds doesn't mean that it's going to be all better
0: I, she's um, But she's got is gh
2: place. considering what they just did to spina bifida um uh, yeah it could oh be all God, better God. now don't even don't, don't
0: even damn it see i want to get like excited that, you know what, maybe this is going to be something interesting. Maybe she's going to be have like a cool disease. But no, oh, remember be like, this fine show you're da-da-da. dealing with. You have to have
1: low expectations. Otherwise, you're just going to be severely disappointed. Yes, you need to manage
2: expectations every time <laughs> you turn on the show.
0: And uh, here's the other thing. Finn can't treat her. It's his daughter. Well, he, the, he,
1: so. he, did, he did recuse himself. <laughs>
2: And he has the best pediatrician at the hospital that's taking care of it. So that doesn't mean that he may not stick his ore in later, but he is trying to follow protocol at this time. Mm,
0: It's just it's just a mess. But you know what? That's okay. We'll, we'll see how this goes. I th- I think the main reason they probably did age her that way is just so that now she can play with the Aidens and the the Charlottes. Right. But the thing is, is, she's not
2: it's the same awful. age as her cousin. It's screwy.
0: It's so it's, screwy.
2: Because c- the last time we saw Hayden was only two years ago, and she was, like, freaking out about maybe becoming a mom. Like, really? Like It... it I know we're supposed to suspend, you know, reality a little bit, but this is just overboard.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot to ask, but I'm just trying not to think about it. I'm just trying to say in my head, you know, maybe maybe Hayden was really gone for five years. Maybe I, I, I did just miss a lot of GH. And, I thought she left in
3: 2016. Well that, that
1: makes
0: it 3 years. The longer
3: she's gone, the, the worse it is.
0: It's just it's just a mess. But something else that's a mess is the fact that Donna Corinthos came home. Yay.
2: I don't
1: really care.
2: Oh and, and she's got a Jonah thing that you know when they get Jonah back, the, you know, they're just going to give back mm-hmm. to Jonah. I mean, The, yeah,
0: they the most interesting Jonah.
1: thing that happened out of that homecoming was the look that Avery gave that child. Yes.
0: Literally, my yes! favorite.
3: Oh, I I gotta say I did love the little bit where she grabbed um was it Jackson's hand? No, I think it was dragged, Jason. Oh, Jason, that's right. It was Jason, and she dragged Jason across, and he was kind of like, I don't know what she's doing. It felt very because scripted. I don't think that was scripted because you heard him go. Oh, yeah,
2: okay. that's what I'm saying. I thought it was. Yeah, very- it was. It was so cute. And see, the thing is, is that at this point, Violet looks older than Avery.
0: Yeah, no, 100% Violet is older than Avery.
2: What?
0: I said Violet is totally older than Avery. Like, that's... But is she supposed to be? be. Not at all. But is she? Well, I know she's not supposed to be, but I don't... But what I'm saying is... I can't tell how old GH is saying this child is.
1: Avery's supposed to be, like, five, because wasn't she born in 2014?
2: 14 15 okay. something like that. but you're
0: doing real math i need gh math which is think, like common core I, I math you gotta like add and subtract oh
2: my god i can't believe you just
0: went practical. there <laughs> i'm just saying like this is not so much real math common core right now but i won't exactly but that's that's the point it's like this is just make believe and we just run with it so i don't think any of these numbers matter it, it just make the rules up as we go along so Ugh, I don't know. The, the look on Avery, I will say, the little girl playing Avery is is perfect. I do really enjoy her in the role. I
3: think she's cute as She's adorable. And I mean, are Joss, are Joss and, and Cameron supposed to be the same age? We accept that. No, Lulu, no, Lulu. some of us
2: don't. We don't accept <laughs> that. Lulu, she should still Lulu be the being, child of the corn.
3: Lulu being nearly the same age as Lucky.
2: Yeah, no. However, there does come a point when kids get into their, like, 20s and 30s that you just kind of meld them all together.
1: I grew up watching Days, so, like, this stuff isn't really that big of a deal for me, because E.J. DiMera was born in 1997 and
2: was 30 by 2006.
1: So, really, this is...
2: Right. No, I get it. I get it. I know that this is common, but it just... It just drives me batty because you need to sore ass them all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like it makes no sense that they haven't sore assed Spencer when they've sore assed everybody in that circle but Spencer and Emma.
3: It seems like they get attached to certain children.
1: Although I did get the feeling that they might be aging Spencer based on a line that Valentine said to Laura. Yes.
2: yes,
3: yes. I I thought that too. okay glad it wasn't just me no but i mean i think they tried to keep the original spencer around as long as they could i think he was kind of like you know i thought they had a special attachment to cam they kept cam a long time you know well past what you thought they would um the kid with the curly hair oh who and who little aiden looks a lot like Yeah, they kept little Cam a long time because I think they get certain actors, actors, the little actors that come on the set and they're they seem very um, capable of managing dialogue. And then they just roll with it and they and they try to keep them because fans like it. I mean, let's let's face it. One of the most popular characters of all time is Robin. And we watched her grow up and that was what, what the appeal was. But once they aged the other ones, I think Spencer it just sort of fell behind, and I think that was in part two because they were trying to keep Brooklyn in case you know in case Kim ever decided she wanted to come back, they could bring her back with her daughter.
2: so he's so, so one age. thing about the whole Robin. Emma Dynamic. Um, I think they really like the actress that plays Emma. And I almost feel like because Robin was never sore assed Her child won't be either. Her child won't be either.
3: But that that was my point, is that they there's certain actors that they bring in, certain children they bring in that they seem to get very the actors like them. They liked being around them, and I think that they were very attached to Spencer and to – I keep wanting to call her Brooklyn because
2: that's her real name. Right. Emma.
3: Spencer and Emma. Emma.
2: However, I almost think that once they got the character of Emma to the age of four, five, Mm -hmm. six-ish, whoever was in that role, unless they were absolutely horrible, was going to stay. Um, and, And I think that's just a nod to rob it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, we watched her grow up on TV.
0: It'll be interesting to see as Brooklyn grows older, if they have her come back and if she decides to pursue acting, then how, if they will, <laughs> if general hospital is still around, um, you know, incorporate her more. Cause I could easily see, you know, Emma, you know, being the next, generation of gh because she could drive that and with brooklyn in that role i'm not upset that emma's not around right now they're uh, some of these kids like i'm sorry the less i see of them that's fine i don't need them driving story like they did a couple of years ago i don't i, just, no, I, I, I would
2: love them. to see emma stop in at christmas time mm-hmm. although with anna not on canvas i mean we really don't have time for Emma anna to play grandma because she just hasn't even been around so
0: yep I just, I don't know. It'll be interesting to to see as these years go on who sticks around and who gets recast. But I I think that the point that you guys made about doing it either in order or at the same time is just important for them to, you know, realize and pay attention to because that's something that definitely um, can affect it. So, very cool. All right, so... Let's move from there to Avery's mama uh and talk about that. So Kevin offered Ava some advice about Ryan this week as Julian kind of stuck around for his sister for yet another week. So what do you guys think of that dynamic?
2: Okay, anybody else laugh out loud the minute you know Kevin put up his hands and goes yes I did.
0: I did. You
2: know, that, was, that was hilarious. I laughed. Um, I don't know if that was actually in the script or if it was just a quick little ad lib the way they did it. Um, I, I thought that was great. Um, well, I guess I'm trying to figure out they've written the character of Ava so weird since she's come on the canvas she's been strong she's been weak she's been strong she's been weak i guess i'm trying to figure out why suddenly now is the nervous breakdown i mean it makes sense the guy
1: she fell in love with the guy got engaged to him and then found out he killed her daughter Um, It does kind of make sense. And then said guy is still obsessed with her and is still killing in her name.
2: Oh, not for nothing. Anyone notice um, Felicia's haircut?
3: I did. It was I did.
2: Doesn't she look like Ava now? She kind of does.
3: I actually thought that too. But it was a cute
2: little bob. It, It is. It's really cute. But until she's like turns and speaks she looks like Ava I'm wondering if they're setting that up for something I wonder if that was story if that was show dictated or if she just chose to chop her hair
3: Oh, good point that the one woman he was in love with and, and obsessed with
2: they better not be killing her off that's I, I'm all. just I'm just saying because it's so his old obsession and his new obsession now have the same that's, haircut I know that's yeah. a good point Okay. Good point. Just me, just me. Thought it was weird.
1: But for me, the most enjoyable thing about Ava this week was Ava and Trina.
2: Oh, that was amazing. I love her. And and I love the fact that the painting's still out there. It's not in the trash. That was great. (laughs) Deb with a side hustle.
0: Dude, he's playing it.
2: Oh my god, he's like. Yeah, J- Joss is my consigliere. I thought Sonny was going to lose it. That <laughs> was great. I was watching The Godfather.
3: I'm like, oh, my God. And, and you know, I got to say, I know I'm in the minority here, and he feels random, which I'm hoping they're going to tie him to somebody at some point. But I think... Dev is an interesting character. They made, I mean, the, the actor is interesting. I should say his scenes are, are interesting. Even if the story itself is stupid, the scenes, the individual scenes within them, have been enjoyable. I like that he's got that that light breath of air to him.
2: When See, I Toss like that he's some things fun of dour sunny because you know sunny needs something to liven him up. I mean, come on, they brought Donna home, it was a snooze fest. It
1: really was. I feel like he's getting more comfortable in the role, Mm -hmm. and and I'm starting to like him. I just don't know how I feel about them possibly doing Joss and Dev. And I know that the actors are friends in real life, so I feel like they're going to try to pair them together, and I don't know how I feel about it.
2: Oh, I have a feeling that it's going to slowly evolve, but Cameron's going to be there in the background, and you're going to have a crazy-ass triangle, and they're just going to leave Trina off to the side.
0: Oh, oh I, I love, love Trina. Yeah.
2: Well, Trina's putting her toe in in the big leagues with Ava, so That's let's sweet. see what happens there. But uh, Trina I,
1: also had a moment of, like, with Josh going, um, what is wrong with you, and when are you going to check back into the world?
2: Mm. Yes.
3: Right? I still don't know if they're going to head towards Dev or if they're heading towards some weird thing with the teacher.
2: Oh, well, I think something with the teacher is still there in the background yes. because, once again, that whole journal conversation
0: mm-hmm. was
2: screwy. And okay, do you, mean, do you like mean, the Dawn of Day secrets? Screwy in which way? About-
1: and he's pursuing her or in she's getting an unnatural I, attachment to her teacher.
0: I think he's I think he's manipulating her and getting the attachment to her. I, I okay. really want that.
2: She's but, developing the attachment. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think she's naturally developing the attachment. I think exactly. he's slowly pulling the strings.
3: He's grooming her.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. Say. He's
3: grooming her now, now uh, the other thing is like I said do you, did am I the only one who's getting the dawn of day vibe from him with this I well
2: I, I already said I don't think dawn of day is done yet that was just me um, I, I did say that a couple of podcasts ago um, mm-hmm. and, and I have a feeling we're gonna see little little signs that it's the whole dawn of day thing is not done yet
3: but is he a part of it I don't, know. Felt, I don't know. When he was asking her to write the journal, it felt like an almost slicker version of of Shiloh. Because he's not saying it's a secret. He's not making you pledge it. He's just talking you into writing down secrets in a household full of sunnies.
2: Right. And then she's sitting there telling him she's journaling for two hours a day. Mm-hmm. Two
1: to three hours a day, and he almost was like, that's too much. You actually have to live a life, too.
2: Well, yes, because how are you going to get everybody else's secrets into your journal if you're only in your own little zone?
1: See, I, he, I'm not reading all these nefarious things into it. And,
2: and, and it ve- but very well could be just overthinking it.
0: But I'm nobody's not saying- this nice. Nobody is doing this for no like without any like ill will. Like yes, in the real world, there are nice people like this that are trying to help you out. Well, and do there this. are this great, te-
2: but there are great teachers out there who yes. could t- honestly do this. And maybe he's just all about Lulu, and, and it could be an unintentional thing. Which I it, want
1: that because this is Lulu's best pairing since Em Ryan
2: has joined the role. But
0: I want best him to groom. In this
2: same sentence now okay all right
0: uh, <laughs> i just want but him this to,
2: imp- but oh i'm
0: sorry you're probably, i was just gonna say i just want him to groom jocelyn i want it to be like this year-long manipulative mess and then so how long how old is the character of jocelyn now are we gonna say 16 17 Six. Six. i think number? they're all or supposed to be between now?
2: 16 and 17 aren't they supposed to be what juniors
0: that's what yeah. i thought so if they played it out, and we said sixteen, seventeen, we can probably put her on that holder spectrum. Played out for a little over a year, and then she turns eighteen, is senior. Technically, the age of then, consent
1: in New York is seventeen, so she'd only have. To yeah,
0: turn but you're you're playing on TV. I'd I still make her eighteen, and then on her eighteenth birthday, bam, you just play it from there. I just ah, I want I want a good long term storyline, and because Lulu would never suspect. Him and he's that's why he's got it. She's her his beard and she just plays it and it's just awesome. I just I need it. Please please GH. It's
3: an important story.
0: Because it happens, but that's yes, why it's not going to happen. Well, Ugh. it's
3: an important story and I actually think that would be a good story. I
1: I think it would be a great story. I just don't see GH doing it. That's the thing.
0: But my head GH is well, so much more that, interesting.
2: Honestly, if. They really want to kick up the ratings. They need to do a socially relevant story, and they need to do it correctly. That's the key. So, I hope the current writers are putting on their thinking caps, um, because that's what's going to save this soap.
0: You mean it's not the whole Sam deciding to uh, do a bench trial with just the judge? You mean that's not going to save the soap?
2: I'm telling you, the only way this whole Sam story becomes interesting is if we see her with all the prisoners, and we do some sort of, I don't know, cross between, you know, a cell block tango and an orange is the new black kind of thing. But would she be with the other
1: prisoners until after her trial?
2: Yes, she
3: would. Or would they be
1: keeping her separate until her trial? I just you know because everybody else has already been convicted so that's my only question
2: crosses males females Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff i mean yeah yeah so pentonville then now no No. i i want to see her interacting so there's gotta be what is cassandra in there there's nell in there um
1: did anybody think that her cellmate was Nell because that Nell might have wound up in solitary confinement after her parole was violated or was was denied?
2: Rather, no, so I think it's somebody else. I don't know. I um, who else was. is in there? Um, no. you, got no. you got Ryan in there, you got Harmony in there.
3: That's who I kind of thought it might be. I,
2: I, I, I want to see her interacting with it with all of them.
3: Well, and I said that a few podcasts back that I didn't understand they had Shiloh in there and they had Ryan in there and they had, you know, they were starting to get all of these characters in there. It felt like, okay, are we going to get that super friends storyline that they threatened to do a few years back where they were trying to get the the team of bad guys that were all kind of coming together versus the team of good guys that were all going to be on this side. And then it never quite came together the way that they were kind of pitching it, it seemed to me.
0: I, I, I think that you're you on to something, though. I, I think that having Sam involved with all those people in prison is the only way that this storyline makes sense. And that's, that's why I think they're going with the bench trial thing. No, is no, they're to going with the bench trial. They're already thinking they're on there. track for a particular judge and
2: somebody mm-hmm. from Donna Day is going to step in and it's going to be a different judge.
0: Yep, and yep. it's just going to be a whole mess and then she's going to be found guilty and she's going to go straight down and that's when we hopefully get to play out this Orange is the New Black disaster. I think that, I think that could be really interesting to watch play out. But then again... And I, I hope
3: if they do that, even though, uh, you know, call out to the JCM nation out there, as much as I love them, and I, I believe that certain shows, that shows have to have certain couples that really always come back together and overcome all obstacles, and this is the couple that I think is is that for GH. If this, if she's there for a long period of time, and she doesn't have one moment of reflection. I'm going to scream. They had that choice in front of her with Drew and Jason. And they didn't go into it at all. And that's for me why that felt like such a flop. That that you bring him back and we don't get, you know, okay, I'm a sucker for a good clip. What can I say? You know, a good a good memory scene. But that you don't have the two men fighting over her and playing off of that is beyond me and now she comes back and she doesn't say if I hadn't been all involved in his stuff maybe I wouldn't have ended up there and away from my kids if that doesn't make either of them change what's the point
0: there's not a point (laughs) So I, I would not be prepared for any. But she didn't changing. wind
1: up here because of Jason. She wound up here because of her own stupid choices. Mm.
2: Yes, you have to remember this all started because yep. she wanted to get Chris. She wanted to investigate Shiloh because of Christina, and she made stupid choice after stupid choice because when she first figured out that Shiloh was dirty. She should have told Jason, take care of it. And Jason should have just taken Shiloh to the Pine Barrens, and that would have been the end of it. So.
0: Exactly.
1: Now, she could have a moment of reflection where she says, my own stupid choices got me here, but it has nothing to do with Jason.
3: Well, unless we find out that. I mean, he was he's involved in him getting taken. If that doesn't play a role in it, what's the point of that? Is this like, we have a bad guy and we have to put something else on it? And not
2: only is she not going to be there for her kids, it looks like, you know, this Jonah Wiley secret is going to see the light of day. And she's going to be in jail. She's not going to be there for her brother either.
3: Or Michael, who she's close to.
1: Does anybody feel like maybe Kelly Monaco is going on a vacation or something and they (laughs) just sort of sent her to jail to kind of get her off screen for a reasonable amount of time? Because it feels feels like a very weird time to have done this, given all the other stuff that's going on.
2: I don't know. Maybe she has a vacation. I don't know.
0: We'll, We'll be able to tell quickly with the way things air. Right, so if she's on on a lot, well, it's just being gh being weird. So. And
1: especially if all we see her with is like Jason and Diane, they could have easily block taped that before she left, which is why we don't see her with the other inmates. So we'll have to see how it plays out. It,
0: I I'm I'm just saying I think it'd be really interesting to see her interact with all those people, and if she's not, then like we've all said, what well, what was the point? But well, we'll have to just stay tuned and, and see what happens um next up we have Nina and uh-huh. Ann, you have some feelings so Nina got a gift from Spencer this week and then discussed with Ava kind of the whole debacle and it's just ugh alright so so what, what are your feelings this week on Nina?
1: My, my feelings on Nina is she has to be up to something. Because she was finally giving us moments where where I wasn't sure what she was thinking, but I'm going to say what I've been saying. If she's not up to something, she's too stupid to live. But she (laughs) has to be up to something.
2: I'm telling you, she's
3: playing him!
1: That that was my
2: tweet.
3: That was my tweet. I was like, if she's not playing him, I'm over it. Because it certainly seemed like she was buying time. To make
1: sure he couldn't leave with Charlotte. And it also seemed like. She wants like nothing to do with actually. Spending time with him. Because he wanted to go like. Buy art or whatever. And she's like no no I have to work. And then the way she was looking at the champagne. That Spencer sent. Mm-hmm.
0: and way which... she kept the champagne.
2: Yes. And, and also... not for nothing. Is it really from Spencer?
0: That's where Ooh. my mind went to. I was like is it really Spencer?
1: Also can, can we just. Side note one second at at the prospect of it being assuming it is from Spencer, how unnerved Valentine gets at the at a presumably 13 year old boy that he has to go bitching to Laura.
2: Oh uh, S- Spencer, I swear to God, he drives Valentin nuts just by being alive. It
1: makes me crazy. I think it's great. I think it's great, but I also on some level think it's kind of pathetic. That this big, scary Cassidine is being unnerved by a 13-year-old?
2: Because Valentin's not a really big, scary Cassidyne. He needs to be. Otherwise, he needs to get off my screen. As much (laughs) as I love the actor.
3: But that's what bugs me. The the, the way that they had Helena describe him. This was the guy that scares Helena Cassidyne. Not Paisan. Valentin. But didn't they also
1: say that that Valentine and this Valentine are two different Valentines?
0: I don't like, know if they've said that explicitly, but I just also in my head just was like whatever. I'm just acting like she never said that because I don't believe <laughs> Helena's ever going to be scared of this guy. Well, that was how long ago? People keep bringing up that quote, but that was from what? 2007, 2006? I think it was like, 2010,
2: maybe. Well, here's the thing.
0: either way, that's nine years ago.
2: Yeah. right either way, we're supposed to believe that he's a better person because exactly he loves
0: now. it's the love of a good woman that changes now,
2: him. if this woman no longer loves him and is playing him for a fool, when that comes out, he better go all crazy.
1: What do we think her end game is if she's playing him?
2: Well, we don't know. Because, you know, lots of things happen off screen. Maybe. She's on Jax's side now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: That could be interesting. Because, you know... I'm sure they didn't just talk about the scotch they were drinking.
3: Except weren't they in the room alone? And he's saying, I hope you know what you're doing. Don't go back to him. Please don't tell me you did. If they're alone, why why are they?
2: Because you never know if you're really alone. You got to remember, it is crimson. There are people in and out all the time. Okay. And and you got to realize, too, if it's a work and he's in on it and she's in on it, then it would make sense that they would have that conversation maybe more than once so that it's overheard and it throws people off the scent. Well,
3: I hope this involves Charlotte. I hope that she's thinking about keeping Charlotte here because my what I tweeted the other day was I can't believe that she's losing this daughter. And then she hears him talk about and I'm, I'm taking off with Charlotte. And Lula can fight me from across the seas. And she's not thinking about what it would be like for Lulu to lose her daughter.
2: If she's doing a work to bring Valentin down, then Lulu will get Charlotte full time. Yeah. So that could be what she's thinking about.
1: And Nina will always have some kind of a relationship with Charlotte, Valentine or no Valentine, because I don't think Lulu would take Nina away from
3: Charlotte.
2: Well, I don't know that Charlotte would stand for it. She's too much of a brat. If she doesn't like something or she wants something, she just says it. So.
1: That's my point. Lulu might have whatever feelings she has about Nina, but I don't think she would punish Charlotte by, you know, keeping them separate. If she had if she had Charlotte full time. So I think she's doing this for payback. I don't know that Charlotte has anything to do with it. I just want to know what her end game is.
2: Well, I think her end game is to expose Valentin for the creep that he is. It's just going to take us some time to get there. Not too much time, I hope. I hope not.
1: Like, I want, since New Year's Eve seems to be their thing, because that wasn't that when their first wedding was? Wasn't that New Year's? I think so. So let's hope for a New Year's reveal. I, I could live with this for about two more months or about another month. Mu- yeah, two more months.
2: Well, at this point. if she keeps giving the little sly looks like she gave to Ava on Friday, I, I can live with it, you know, for a while because she keeps dropping the clues that something's up. But
1: clearly there wasn't anything in that conversation with Ava that we missed because Ava's reaction to finding out that she took Valentine back was like, what the hell are you doing?
2: Right. Well that's a positive. Cuz I'd really like for everything to happen on screen, not off screen. So
0: <laughs> True. Well, Lauren, you were tweeting and discussing prior to the podcast uh, about how you really enjoyed the Frank and Drew trial this week. So I'm going to let you kick off this discussion. What what was it about the trial that you enjoyed um, so I can express my feelings on why I hated it later?
3: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, what I liked about it, the part I liked about it, was that from a dialogue standpoint, we were finally getting people talking and fighting in a way that would normally happen. So you know, if the audience knows, aren't you going to bring up what if what if Cam ended up having Drew's memories, and then you don't hear it on your screen? You're thinking, why didn't they say that? I know both characters. I know these characters know what happened, but where was it? Um, I liked that they pulled out all the dirt. I love that they brought up what Kim did to Drew and what you know what what poor Drew had done to him by Liz. And and I got to say, poor, poor Drew has been duped and used like a a wet nappy at a barbecue. He's just been passed around while he has no idea who he is for the longest time. It made me feel sad for real Drew. And I I love the Monica part. I love everything about Monica. You enjoyed Monica's point of view on this? I, I didn't enjoy. Well, I, I understood it. I understood it. She's, a, she's lost so many children. And I think this is her way of deferring the grief. And that's why Jason was trying to tell her very gently, I don't know that you really want to go down this road. Because I think he's thinking at the point he ever does become Drew or does become Franco, you would get hurt again. I did like that. He's not he's not trying not to tell her that. And that's why I think he did try to take as much of a neutral position as he could. I mean, he could have said things that were much more difficult, but he also accepts that this is his mother's choice to make. Wouldn't he be a hypocrite if he didn't?
1: I just don't know how I feel about Monica taking this particular stance at all. Like, on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, I hate it.
3: Grief does terrible things to people and they do crazy, weird things in the wake of it. It's like a hallmark of soaps.
2: All right. I'll let you guys all talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you have opinions.
2: <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, I do. All right. First off, I did appreciate the judge clarifying that this was not a regular trial. It was kind of a competency hearing because, you know, people were just making comments left, right, and center and directing them every which way. Um, I loved that. They brought up to Cam his lies. Because you know what? You're 16, 17 years old. You've already basically got a record. You've got a history. You're going to have to deal with it now for the rest of your life. Because you buried yourself in there. Mm -hmm. All right. I love that they went after Liz. Hardcore. Um, It's not the same exact situation. But it's a similar situation. Um, I love that they went after Kim. I love that Julian threw her under the bus. Um, my hatred for the character of Kim at this point knows no bounds. Right there with and and happy that what tantamounts to attempted rape, um, obviously is now going to have consequences because everybody's no- knows. I mean. Not for nothing, that little look of disgust that went across Franco's face, um, I thought that was great. Um, Honestly, I have loved him Uh, and basically playing what amounts to almost like a little boy lost. But I need someone to explain to me when, when did Martin Gray become southern. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: the same that. time that Drew Kane did. Uh,
2: and 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 you know, the, the this Franco Frank and Drew, whatever you wanna call it, the, the the in and out of the southern um it hurts my head if it's if you're so gonna drawing. do an accent. But just
1: apparently do it. Michael Knight did this on Young and the Restless too, so maybe it's something. you it's his
2: way of saying I'm not
0: Tad Martin. Yeah, I, that's what I took from it, it.
2: Is he did not have the accent when he was with Nell.
0: No, he didn't. It's yeah. selective accenting. It doesn't work. Don't so had, had he
2: had it with Nell, I would have been fine. It's the selectiveness of it. And it
1: no, just I get it. It drives, it drives me
2: out. nuts. Takes me out of the moment, and especially where I know he's such a great actor, and they actually gave him some material. Um, and the unsung hero in this whole trial thing, Scott Baldwin. Yes, All I right.
1: understand him. Scott Baldwin so hard in my life.
2: Um, I have always loved the character I've always, Scotty. I've loved Scotty. He has always at the end of the day, gotten the shaft. You know, he lost out on Laura to Luke. He lost out on Bobby. He lost, he lost out on Lucy. He lost Dominique. Dominique died. It, you know, um, it, it, you know, Karen died. It, he's just, has not had a lot of luck in life. I mean, Serena's nowhere to be found and he's just so desperate and trying to like follow policy procedure or what have you but desperately fighting for his son when he said to Kim why is yours why
1: would it be okay to fight for your son but not okay to fight for mine I felt that.
3: But that's what I mean by, I thought the trial, everybody said the kinds of things you would expect them to say from their point of view. And I thought, you know, the scenes that work for me are usually ones where we get that point of view and we don't always get it.
2: And, And the other thing I really loved about the whole Scotty thing was just that, he's relatable in a way that not a lot of people on soaps are nowadays. Because not for nothing, for all that Liz, you know, playing the wife and loyal and what have you. Let's be honest. She's had lots of loves in her life. There's been a few. No, that's true. Um, but I, ha, you know, I have seen Scott time and again when it comes to his kids. Be desperate. And, and, you know, sometimes doing the right thing, sometimes doing the wrong thing, but always with that good intention. And I saw that good intention there. So, kudos to, to, to the people who, who, who wrote that break, those breakdowns. Um, uh, I'm certain, you know, um, Ken Schreiner has been playing this character for a, le- a very long time. He probably, you know, had a little input, ad lib, what have you. Um, I thought it was his performance more so than anybody else's is what truly stood out for me. Yeah. Second standout was Cameron going after Jason. That was mm-hmm. great. That, that was. was great. Great. That was a sweet little moment, because over the years, Cameron's probably had the most interaction with Jason. You know, because Jason has been in and out of Liz's life for a very long time. I mean, Cam's been around since what? 2003, 2004? Something like that, at least. He's supposed to be 16, so 16 years. I I, I think it was an 04 that he was actually born, but I could be wrong. Yeah,
3: because tra-
1: I think he was conceived Halloween of 03.
2: Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to tra- remember when Xander left our screens. So.
1: Wasn't it the? Aww. Yeah, wasn't it the hotel fire in February of 04?
2: I believe so. Yes. Well,
1: yep.
0: no,
2: shortly after he got gunned down.
0: His last appearance was March twenty fourth, two
2: thousand four. Okay, yep. So that that tracks. All right, so I'm not losing my mind. They may have sorest him, so his age changed a little, but so it, but he was born in that spring. That's of But
0: still, dang. What? Like they? I'm surprised that they kept him. Like you mentioned it even earlier in this podcast, but like they kept him really close to his age. Yeah. Like that, they've that only was moved
2: in like a year. That's crazy. They haven't moved it a lot with Jake either. Or Danny. No, Danny's had a little bit more of a jump. Um, And they haven't moved it a lot with Aiden either.
3: Yeah, because Danny definitely seems now older.
2: Yeah, he had that older brother thing going on with Jason and Monica and going to get her coffee and her favorite donut.
3: He's such a, I love him.
2: I love me some Danny. And and not for nothing. I loved all of Monica's scenes. They were all great. I definitely do see her point of view. However, wrong it may be.
3: Didn't say she was right. Just said I liked him.
1: I enjoyed seeing Monica, but I don't agree
2: with her stance on this particular issue. It's it's a tough issue. I mean... It's like, for her, this is like a last-minute link to Alan.
1: And I think what would have made it better is if she had changed her mind after finding out that Drew was gone. Like, if she had started out the story kind of being on the opposite side, like if she didn't really acknowledge that he was Drew. And then then he's suddenly the last lifeline. Right. Then if that had been what happened, I'd totally be on board. But she was doing this before Drew was even gone. And that was like when gone. I was like, okay, what are you doing?
2: I, I do see your point. Like I said, I, the, her point of view is a little skewed, but I do understand it. Um, but I definitely preferred her. Per, you know, her performance was great. And I, I love seeing her on my screen. But yo, my, you know, there's lots of kids now in that quarter main house. I know. That we never get to see. Well, from, from the looks of it, Rocco's over there all the time. Um, and then you have Leo. And you have Danny and Scout. So there's four. Jonah's going to be headed over there soon. The, yes. There's... They're kind of building a whole new generation of Quartermain-esque children. I'm okay with this. Me too.
3: Was
1: anybody surprised going back to the trial for one second on what Kevin's determination was going to be?
3: No, 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 no. Because for me, it was just that they set the parameter. And again, this is this is what I also like, you know, as Tina mentioned, she told us this isn't a real trial. This is a this. And they set the paradigm that this is the standard and they reinforced it several times. Now, if the judge comes back and does something crazy, but by the standard they've told us this is, can he consciously understand his medical choices i'm not
0: sure how he could have ruled any other way yep i'm so happy because as dumb as the story is (laughs) that's the way the story needs to play out because drew is in his right mind it's dumb this is a dumb story but he is like he is in his right quote-unquote mind he's just overwrote franco's existence which is just stupid but whatever
1: Do you think that he will now choose to have the
2: procedure?
0: Not for a while.
2: I have a feeling that he's going to choose the procedure sooner than anybody thinks. I think coming face-to-face with the reality of Kim Yeah, that was kind of where I was going. has kind of blown him out of the water.
3: Well, and if he doesn't have her, then what's the point? He's got nothing to live for then at that point as Drew. Right now, he's fighting to be Drew because he thinks he's going to have the the life. And if he's not going to have that life because too much has happened, maybe I give Franco back his life.
0: But I I don't know that I could do that. Like, just taking it from his point of view, like, you are currently alive and fine. Like, would you want to kill yourself? Because that's what you'd be doing. Like, you are essentially destroying your own existence in this moment, and he's not
2: Well, for a gamble. It depends on how hard the cross from Scotty hits him.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Being confronted with no... You, Drew may have been in the military and and doing maneuvers and what have you. The body you occupy, Franco, was committing murder. Yeah. He was doing this.
1: And you could argue that the entire time that Drew was a Navy SEAL, Franco was committing crimes.
2: and how do you come to terms with that it, it's an interesting paradigm and and it and honestly i hope that he's able to vocalize that struggle to someone without the accent please god
3: preferably <laughs> kevin yeah
2: um because kevin did the right thing
3: yeah that that will make him more trustworthy and i just I hope they do swing back around to that that it's been all about these these women you know the, what the women want the women the women the women the women but the reality is he could end up a vegetable
0: mm-hmm. and that
3: is a serious concern for a lot of people in this world whether it's whether it's you know obviously not through such an extreme situation but it is something that couples have to think about what's my you know what's my dnr what's or a parent who g- goes in and starts to have dementia issues. How do you feel about that? And this is their chance to tell a real story about that.
2: Yeah, it's not going
0: to go there. And I was like, no, no, no. no. It's not where we're going. they
3: won't. Okay, well, I'm just saying that I. It, it seems to me like if they would stop making it so much about the women, I'd be more interested.
2: Well, I think at this point, once the judge makes. The decision.
3: It'll be more about
2: Franco and
1: what, whatever we're calling him, and what he wants.
2: I think I like Frank and Drew. <laughs> well, I like I don't that. People like Dranko. It sounds like Drano. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been using Frank and Drew mostly when I
2: tweet. <laughs> yeah. It's a mess. So, Jonathan, why don't you tell us your thoughts?
0: Oh no, I think you summed up mine really well because I I think it's dumb in the first place I I do like the fact that they're telling this the character moments I I enjoyed this week but oh like just all, all of it um what just felt like like an unnecessary mess because I as long as it ends the way that I assume it's going to with Franco being Frank and Drew, whatever, being declared competent, I'm fine with it. Let's just move on. Because they had to have this this battle, right? They had to have this discussion. I cannot stand Martin Gray's accent going in and out. You 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 knocked that on the head because the yeah. problem is he doesn't have it in every scene. He has it in most of these courtroom scenes. But not in all of his scenes. And it's just like, why are you making these choices? Um, I don't understand. <laughs> I liked how the judge was being sassy the entire time. Like, no, this is just just let it be. Or, you know, just having a clear discussion. I liked that it wasn't a trial, but it was a competency hearing. Like, that felt real. Um, but I just, oh, it's just, I, I'm ready to just move on to a better or the next arc in the story and I'm really interested to see how Tamara Braun's impending exit ah. is going to change the direction that this story was going to take um, what I, I don't think that things were ended Were I don't think we were as close to an ending as I think we are now
1: because I feel like if he chooses to have the procedure she's going to completely lose her mind and like be taking his place in
2: Shady Brook.
0: I think she's just going to leave. It's like, you know what? Bye.
2: I, I think it's going to be my time in Port Charles is done. Exactly. It's
0: just like, ah, Let me go because back.
2: At this point, I think she's burned, what, every
3: bridge?
1: Yeah. She didn't have many to begin with, and she's basically burned
3: all of them. I, I just have to say, I, I think it's such a waste.
2: We know of, you love tomorrow, Brock.
3: Okay, but I mean, I haven't said this on the air. I'm just saying I really think that she's a fantastic actress. And I can't understand how they could bring back Sarah Brown and Tamara Brown two times, you know these these fantastic Emmy caliber actresses, and come up with such terrible wasted story. the whole thing with Julian was stupid and I'm I'm sorry,
0: I
2: I could answer that for you, but it would not be a politically correct answer.
0: (laughs) All I'm going to say is this is General Hospital and I this is what I expect from them. So I, I it's not about the caliber of the actor or the actress. It's just the caliber of the stories that they are allowing themselves to tell at this moment, because I'll be real. I don't. It doesn't matter that if Ava was played by Tamra Braun or if she's played by um, any other actress. Like the, the the issue is that the writing for the character just was never there. And yeah, they did waste it on Tamra Braun, but they, they would have wasted it on anybody. And Tamara just wanted to check. She could have left. <laughs> it just I don't know. I am disappointed in, in the character, but ah, you, you win some, you lose some, and with General Hospital, you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win. I can't so.
3: believe they never even had her cross paths with Sunny. You know, I mean, they, didn't they did, but not Susan. in any way that mattered. Yeah, exactly. this, that just was a, a disappointing waste. And I actually thought she would have made a great Nina. I thought they should have skipped Michelle Stafford and skipped the new one and just had had cast her in that role. No.
0: All right, Michelle, that, that argument for a different day. Well,
2: correct.
0: Very cool. Does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: No, I think we covered everything.
0: There you go. I love Trina. That that's all I'm gonna say. That's yes, my final thought. Trina is amazing, and I'm glad that she's around and on do you, more. Do
3: you this recap think they will? The best do you think they will revisit her? heritage and make her somebody I mean even going back to like you know there are a few diehard fans out there who keep clamoring for them to bring back Claudia of Claudia and Brian
2: oh wow that's a reach
3: and there there are fans who always are trying to bring back Cardis.
2: Do honestly you- I would love if she, at the end of the day she somehow connected to Taggart but
1: I, and I've seen a couple of fan theories that she might be Gia's
2: daughter. Yes, I've heard that she might be Gia, Nicholas's daughter. That kind of made me laugh.
0: I mean, that would work point if point we point bring point Nicholas out. back. But I, I'm of the opinion, not everybody has to be related. Not everybody has to be well, tied to the Well, you can't have
2: everybody related like, because then it gets really incestuous. Exactly. Like,
0: I'm okay with having new blood that's not tied to somebody. Or then retconned to be tied to somebody. Just... Just tell me a good story. That's all I care about. I don't care that their great-grandpappy was on the show 40 years ago. I care about the fact that the story I'm watching right now on my stringing is compelling. Because if you give them a fancy last name and tie them to somebody, but the story falls flat, now the story just fell flat and my expectations are ruined. Just tell me something compelling right now. And then we, if they tie into it, cool. So what? But I would rather watch a really good story than have it be some Hardy Weber shenanigans. There we go. So, all right. So, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being amazing, one being unwatchable, Tony Ann, what do you give this week's episodes of General Hospital?
1: Who, who did you cut, uh, cue that to? To you. Okay, sorry. It cut out, so I didn't hear. Um, I think I'm going to give it a five, because the trial was probably the best the trial and Trina were the best parts of the week, but everything else was kind
0: of meh. All right. Lauren, what do you give this week?
3: Yeah, five is right, it's about right.
0: Okay. Well, I give General Hospital, because I don't want to keep co- copying uh, Tina's notes, so I'm going first this before her this time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. It just <laughs> I just didn't enjoy a lot of it. There were scenes I liked. I enjoyed Dev. I enjoyed Trina. I enjoyed... Just scenes in the trial, and I enjoyed a little bit here and there, but so much of the, the actual story, I just wasn't engaged in um, and enjoying, so that's why it got a four for me. All right, Tina, you're going to bring us in and wrap it up. What, what do you give this week's General Hospital?
2: Well, I enjoyed more than I, I didn't like, so it's going to get a six from me. Wow. Wow.
0: Nice. That's the highest score I think you've given it so far.
2: I think so. I think so. Um, it, 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 I definitely enjoy. Like, so here's the thing I watched most of it today. Um, I had watched some during the week, uh, but I went back and watched, uh, because I was sick. Um, I had a really bad cold. Um, and so I was like, I missed stuff. So this morning I said, all right, I'm going to bang out all five episodes. And, you know, I, I carved out like four hours because, you know, fast forward through the commercials. Um, and what was funny is I was on I watched the last episode. And I got to the end, and I hit delete, thinking there was going to be another one, not realizing I had already hit all five. So, I enjoy that when it, like, I don't realize, like, I'm not dreading, oh, God, I have one more to watch. Yeah. At one point in time earlier this year, I had 40 episodes on my DVR that I forced myself to watch. Oh, Um, and literally, I, some of them, I, I you know, I was holding my eyes open with toothpicks because it was bad. Um, so I, it, because of that, it went to the positive side of, you know, higher than five because I, I didn't realize I watched all five episodes in that short amount of time.
0: Oh, well, there you go. I, I'm glad. I, I just, I don't know what I want from GH. I just...
1: I think you want better than what it is, but you don't know what that better looks like.
0: I think that's that's it. So, you know what? So
2: Karen could not be on with us tonight, but I am going to deliver her rating.
0: What did she give it?
2: She gave GH an eight this week. She loved it. And if you check out her blog, you'll know she loved it this week.
0: That can be found at net. So definitely head over there. Read her take, because you know what? She had some opinions, and I'm sad that she wasn't able to join us this week, but I'm sure those opinions will carry over to her next visit with us. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. It was another great episode. You can follow us at rtakemedia.com. We're on Twitter at rtakemedia. Use the hashtag artakegh when tweeting about the show. And so we can follow along on your thoughts and opinions and read them here on the show. You can subscribe, rate, and review us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are delivered. Please give us some positive feedback so more people can hear us and tune in to all of our General Hospital thoughts and opinions. You can follow Tina at Tina O-L-T-L. You can follow Lauren at Lauren at our take. Tonyanna is at xo Tony Roni XO, and I'm at SoapWiki John. Until next time, buh-bye. Bye, buh-bye.
3: bye bye. Bye bye Bye.